Back with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. I got uh, a ski delivered to me. That's how important I am. Uh, the ski is going to help me get through another long day. Because not only do we have the final day of legislative action at the Illinois State House, I'm also in a murder mystery tonight. Uh, it starts at 7 at the Chatham Area Public Library. It's going to be another one of those long days. I can't wait for Sunday uh, when hopefully we get sunshine and I can just kick back and uh, puff on a cigar. Uh, but joining us here in studio is Josh Witowski with A Bate of Illinois, uh, and he's been busy running around the state house as well with all kinds of things going on. Josh, thanks for taking time. As always, how are you? Yeah, doing all right. Thanks for having me here this thanks morning. Thanks for bringing the ski because uh, I, I don't think I've ever had one of these, believe that or not, but I know that you're, uh, you're a huge fan of this. Yep, but uh, yeah, it's uh, good stuff comes right here, made right here in Illinois. So good to hear. So um, we, we had a lot of action at the state house. Uh, last count I saw when I checked yesterday morning, and I know they passed a bunch more bills, but there were like 250 bills that have passed both chambers this year so far. I imagine we're going to see a lot more. Um, one of them was one of your bills that you helped usher through uh, to, to deal with electric motorcycles. What's going on there? So uh, Senate Bill 2940 passed. Uh, it, it passed on consideration or uh, concurrence two nights ago. And what it does is it adds motorcycles to the Illinois Energy Bill that passed last year. When they passed the Energy Bill, they defined an electric vehicle as a vehicle that plugs in solely fueled on electricity, is licensed to operate on public roads, motorcycles meet all that. Unfortunately, the next set of words was does not include electric motorcycles. Which is which is weird <laughs> to think that they would just go out of their way to say that, right? Uh, it was a little weird. Um, there's been a lot of conversations since then, but that was in the energy bill. There was a manufacturing bill that tried adopting the same language, and we were able to get that one fixed before it passed. However, the original energy bill stood. So Senate Bill 2940 came out. It put motorcycles back into the energy bill, which was important for us because not only does it deal with, you know, some of the rebates, everybody wants to talk about the rebate that's involved, sure. but it also deals with infrastructure planning. And for us, mm. the issue is we are part of the transportation future, um, whether people realize it or not. Um, you know, zero motorcycles have been making electric bikes for 10 years now out in California. They've been selling them here in Springfield for five years now. You've got Harley Davidson and the Livewire Project for the last two. And anybody who's seen a science fiction movie knows <laughs> that the coolest characters ride around on those hover bikes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it is coming, uh, give or take. Not hover bikes, but, I mean, the proliferation <laughs> yeah. of electric motorcycles. Yeah. That, that's what's coming. I'm not, I, don't, I'm not, I don't have any predictions or anything like that. Yeah. But, no, more and more electric motorcycles on the roads. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty impressive. There's, give or take, about 10 different manufacturers in the next 18 months that are going to be unveiling electric motorcycles for on-road use. So we're at that point where we wanted to make sure that motorcycles are accounted for when it comes to the transportation future. And what's amazing here is that this bill passed with zero opposition at any time that votes were taken on it. 47-0 out of the Senate, 105-0 out of the House. We had over 60 House sponsors, including the Speaker and the Minority Leader, together on it. We had 30-some uh, Senate sponsors on it. It shows the General Assembly was very serious about sending the message that motorcycles are going to be accounted for. Um, that was overwhelming bipartisan support, and we were greatly appreciative of it. So 
for those out there looking at uh, the possibility of buying an electric motorcycle, um, of course, being included in the infrastructure ideas and future uh, plans and whatnot, what does it mean when it, uh, the tax incentive, how much are they going to be able to get back? So the incentive is $1,500, which puts Illinois in line with what other states have done already. There's about 11 other states that have electric motorcycle incentives out there. Um, fifteen hundred's more than reasonable when you're talking about a motorcycle. What's the what's the going price for them right now? So it varies. Uh, I've seen some that are advertised <laughs> online. It's like a like a little electric dirt bike that maybe gets you forty miles on a charge, and you know those are like maybe six grand or something. So there's some urban mobility concept motorcycles that are coming out that are in the ten thousand dollar range, give or take. They're trying to advertise like they're going to be lower. They're not online yet. Um, I kind of I'm not sure that they will be uh they're having some issues but the mainline ones that are made right now uh you vary anywhere from about 14 to 15 thousand dollars all the way up to about 25 26 thousand dollars depending on what you're up to um top of the line zero srs runs you about 25 give or take but that's going to really? get you that 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 cheap 25,000 i was 25, thinking like 000. 60 yeah. 70 or something no these aren't like cars and what's impressive is so like that particular bike the range is nearly 200 miles about 110 if you're doing interstate you can recharge in 80 minutes and there's a new concept a new concept electric motorcycle that was unveiled last week where the recharge on it is 40 minutes zero to 90 percent charge and they, and that one's going to have about 120 mile range so it's interesting to see how fast the technology is going talking with josh Witowski, he is with abate of illinois about some of the latest state house action getting bipartisan support on a bill dealing with electric motor vehicles when you talk about the rebates um 1500 is it dependent on the price of the vehicle or is it just if you go out and buy a uh, you know, a $10,000, $15,000 electric motorcycle, you're going to get $1,500 back. You're going to get $1,500 back, period. It's not dependent on price of the vehicle. Um, it is lower than what the car rebate is or what the other electric vehicle rebates are. But it's interesting that, you know, it, it's 1500 It's something to help incentivize it. Uh, it also prioritizes low-income applicants. Um, that's the way the program was designed when it was put into the energy bill. So it's a way of trying to incentivize or assist those who normally wouldn't be able to afford something like this. Josh, finally here, uh, something I heard uh, uh, debated just briefly several weeks ago, but apparently has now progressed all the way through the General Assembly, um, it deals with the definition of a vehicle crash Yeah, uh, and the use of the word accident in state statute when it comes to these types of crashes. Uh, talk about the importance of this. So House Bill 5496 goes through Illinois statute and changes every instance where it says accident to the word crash. And this is very important for anybody involved in traffic safety, which Abate of Illinois is very active in. We help fund the safety rider, the uh, cycle rider safety training fund. We very much guard that, make sure that motorcycle training is available. But what this does is it takes crashes seriously. Everybody thinks of everything as, oh, it was an accident. You know, these things happen. No, it was a crash. There was a very specific cause for it. Uh, I myself had a bad crash seven years ago, and I had that mentality of looking at it as an accident. I didn't take it seriously. But when I got into traffic safety, I re-looked at it as taking it as a crash, taking it seriously, looked at the causes of it, made some changes in how I ride, how I do things. Um, when you actually analyze things from the standpoint of a crash, you get to the root of the cause and you make traffic safety improve. And uh, it also addresses some of those who um, get frustrated when they hear DUI accident. 
because a DUI accident's not really an accident. That That's a crash, and somebody's responsible for that. Uh, and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this uh, this impacts uh, the roadways. And with uh, insurance uh, uh, reports and so on. Uh, Josh Rutowski, A-Bait of Illinois, thank you so much for taking time with us this morning. Thank you for having me. And Absolutely. The only one I'd add is distracted driving accident. No such thing. Right. Put the phone down and drive. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No question about it. Yep. Uh, appreciate your time, as always, and uh, we'll likely talk again in the near future, all right? All right. Thank you.